Here's the deal. We scoured the world for aspiring entrepreneurs looking to uplift their lives at the press of a button. The people controlling their fate? A panel of elite titans prepared to invest their own money into the businesses of our rising entrepreneurs. The only thing standing in the way? One minute. Will they elevate to greatness or will they fall from glory? This is Entrepreneur Elevator Pitch, presented by Amazon Business, with support from State Farm and Canon. Tonight, three VIP titans decide the fate of our rising entrepreneurs, determined to prove their greatness in 60 seconds or less. Oh, don't cut me off. I'm the investor. Is that worth 500000 Wait, you've invested $7 million of your own money in this company. This is elevator pitch. You gotta have a rock solid pitch to get in this room. Meet our board of investors. Nicole Walters, CEO of Inherit Learning Company. Mark Randolph, co-founder and first CEO of Netflix. Kim Perel, marketing mogul and tech CEO of 100.co. Kicking things off in the elevator is an entrepreneur who created a helpful app to never miss a birthday again. I grew up in a household where birthdays were huge. You used to get this big special red plate in the morning, which knew it was your special day. And with the rise of people paying with their phone, you know, Apple Pay is now everywhere, I thought there's gotta be a different way to send gifts. We're going to be able to not only redo gift cards, but make instant gifting actually possible and seem very thoughtful in a way that hasn't existed previously. Going up. Hello, Brandon. Welcome to the elevator. Your 60 seconds begins in three, two, one. So about a year ago, I went to a friend's party. When I got there, it turned out it was his birthday, and I didn't get him a gift, and I was embarrassed. I'm not alone in this. 85% of gifts are bought day of event, and the big solution is the $1 trillion a year gift card business. This year was different. Birthday app reminded me the day before of his birthday because it went into my phone and got every one of my friend's birthdays without me having lift a finger, like Facebook on steroids. Then I knew he loved coffee, so I was able to get him coffee for a week at any coffee shop he chose across the country. All I had to do was walk in, order his food, swipe his phone with a birthday pass, like Apple Pay, and that's all. This works in all gift categories. And we have crazy unit economics. We get 40% per transaction, and this is not some small idea. In less than a year with no marketing, we have 100,000 users with a 64% daily open rate. We have 10% of our users buying gifts, and this is a wedge to a huge space. Personally, I've built two very large consumer apps previously, and now I'm raising $2 million to get this to 10 million users. Wow. I mean, do you guys ever listen to your podcasts on 2x speed or 3x speed? <laughs> I like it, I like that it. That is really what happened. Yeah. I mean, he wanted to make sure he got it all in there, but I actually feel like it was missing a lot. Yeah, I do too. I mean, we heard a lot of words, but some of the key things were, were missing here. I think 
he did a pretty good pitch. He said what he wanted, two million, quite a lot, understanding where he's at in the, you know, only one year in, but maybe there's an opportunity here. But this isn't the I wanna know more show. This is elevator pitch. You gotta have a rock solid pitch to get in this room. Listen, before we get overly feisty, maybe we should see if we agree on this. All right, and we'll argue it out in the boardroom if they make it. Okie doke. All right. Attention, the boardroom has come to a decision. Your pitch has been denied. Yeah, a little surprised. You know, we're a young company, admittedly, and it's a simple idea, deceptively simple idea, but maybe it didn't express it well enough. I did not get enough information from that pitch to make a good decision. And as an investor, you sometimes have to use your gut to make a decision on yes, no. Oh, but my gut definitely said no. The pitch wasn't solid enough to get them in this I room. I think you guys are wrong. The Ugh. pitch was great, it was at my speed, and actually, I need this product. All right, we let this one go down. Maybe the next one will be rock solid, and maybe I'll get a chance to steal it from you. Entrepreneur Elevator Pitch is presented by Amazon Business. For every organization at every stage of growth, Our next entrepreneur believes her hybrid invention has what it takes to quench the investor's thirst. Going up. Hello, Lani. Welcome to the elevator. Your 60 seconds begins in three, two, one. G'day, g'day, Lani Cooper, serial entrepreneur, founder, CEO at Mobot Nation. Growing up playing rugby in the desert, hydration and foam rolling were essential for performance and recovery. But foam rollers are quite lame, cumbersome, and probably under your bed. So I created this two-in-one, eco-friendly foam roller water bottle so you can roll out anytime, anywhere, no more excuses. We're asking for $1 million for 20% for new product and marketing. Already in Saks and Neiman, features in top tier media and with celebrities and athletes, Mobot is infinitely customizable for licensing. We've already worked with Equinox, Puma, Dog Pound, Climber and more. Plus our IP, we have shut down over a hundred counterfeits with just C and D letters. In 2016, after an accident, I was uh, fighting for my life and now I'm back better than ever with an amazing team behind me ready to help more people feel good and do good. Are you ready to roll? Oh, well, I'll tell you, does the world need yet another water bottle? But it was a great pitch! I was looking for some real differentiation. If you're gonna come up with a water bottle, I want something way out there and now, this is way out there, but not necessarily in the way that I was anticipating. But worst case scenario, if the business flops, she's got a patent and apparently she's just crushing people that are trying to rip it off. Do we want to learn more about this or can we either accept it or dismiss it out of hand? I think that's our question here. It is. All are right. you ready to vote? Let's figure out the answer. The boardroom has come to a decision. 
Your pitch has been... Approved. Come on in. Hi. How well, are you? Welcome to the boardroom. I gotta say, uh, I'll warn you right now, our decision was not unanimous, but you did muster enough votes to bring you here. But the real question I certainly have is another water bottle. It is a foam roller. So they're used in gyms and they started like in the 50s, originally for Pilates and dancers. So now it's become more mainstream. It's kind of like the darling of the fitness industry now. So I felt like it was about time it became the forefront. It was kind of like rehab. I wanted to make it prehab so we could help uh, ourselves recover because self-care is the best health care. So I wanted to put it in more people's hands. Do other people not think it's ridiculous? Give us some evidence that this is actually uh, <laughs> widely accepted. Um, yeah. So we've done three million sales in the last four years, even with an dollars economic- Dollars or units? Dollars, uh, even with an economic downturn, all bootstrapped and organic and very immigrantly. So obviously very challenged. How much are they a piece? Uh, so the bit, this is 60, 50, and then 40, so uh, for retail. How much revenue will you do this year? Uh, this year will be about 600. And how much did you do last year? Uh, it was the same. Since uh, COVID with wait, 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 hold on. Oh, wow. Three million in four years, right. 1.2 in the last two years. So you must have done a lot more revenue in the first two years. Yeah, just in 2019, we had a really great year. So we invested in growth and then COVID. Yuck. In saying that, with our patents and everything that we've got going for us, we've shut down, like I said, over 100 counterfeits with like just that. C and D letters, which if you know anything about patents and how hard they are to get, it's not worth the paper it's written on if you can't defend it efficiently, which is what we've done. So, What inspired you to create this? So I have a background in physical therapy and as an athlete. So that was my background in somatic therapy. So I worked in a lot of recovery for sports performance and addiction recovery. I personally had an accident like, uh, yeah, in 2016 that gave me a brain injury and I lost everything. So uh, cognitive speech, memory, I'm a new superhuman in front of you. I'm very proud of myself. Um, but before that, I had a life doing a lot more physical therapy and working with athletes. And you're saying that it's mostly B2B. What is your direct-to-consumer plan right now? I mean uh, it's all been organic, so, and just like smaller budgets and, and growing up word of mouth. Our affiliates, our role model community, is how we got through COVID. So we do a lot of education, edu-marketing, edu-marketing and things like that. So I'm supposed to use this in post-pandemic time, on the floor, and then pick it up and put it in my hands. You don't have to, but I'm sure you're doing with that other with other products in your house, right? Where do you put your phone? Things like that. I mean, I'm so, not rolling my phone on my sweaty body. I know, but it's, it phones are going to the toilet with us and things like that. You can say that Maybe for just demo about it. anything Let's see, touch, can you demo so. it for us? Can I approach and show you a better way? I yes. think Mark uh, looks I'll, really tense. Don't, don't point to me on this So, let's try. Well, I'm uh, the appropriate try. person to lie around on the floor I and actually have... All right, all right, I'll do it. Mark is the one who's So you don't have to get on the floor. This is the perfect thing. Please, we don't have to get yes. on the floor, then no, we no, can no, all stay demo perfectly it. pretty where you are, please. Okay. okay. Okay, if you're okay to sit further back in your seat. Okay. Yeah, I can put this behind you and just give you a simple example. I feel oh, like I, right? I feel like you could charge me for the physical therapy. Um, class. So you can just put this in your in your back and lean against right. it in your chair. This is just a simple uh, example of what and where it can be done. You can feel the density and the quality well, of I it. I can feel that. I, yeah, I and have that foam is, rollers and this is actually a very And this is what the difference is. Too much, exactly. Which is nice. That's why you don't have to get on the floor. You can 
can. You can get on your yoga Wait, what am mat. I doing with it though? So you can put it up high on your back so you okay. can go like this. Okay. Um, or you can go either way. And you just sit back into it and then you'll notice straight away, uh, instantly, your shoulders are now over your ribs and your hips and you now have a, a, a straight spine and more oxygen can get to your brain. If you just take two deep breaths like that, that will relax you straight away. It's actually like trying to get you to connect to your nervous system and into your body. My real problem here yes. is not, oh cool, it's a foam roll. I mean, you right. could have made it, look, it's a telephone and a water bottle. Right. Look, it's a, right. it's these two weird things and you're not gonna get me to clamor, oh, I need to have both of these things. Right. That's fine, mm -hmm. you're not selling to me. Exactly. You have a business to business, correct? Mm -hmm. So you're selling to Spas, gyms, is that the main Yeah, business? I mean, the Fairmont Hotel, um, hotels, spas, uh, Nordstrom, Neiman. So tell me some of the progress you have in signing up new accounts. As Do it, you have a repeatable, scalable sales model? Yeah, for, for, the, for the spas. So it's all still coming back online, obviously, once everything closed down. So, yeah, for, say, the Fairmont Spa, they do a lot of custom ones for their clients and in the spa and also for their team. So I go in and do ergonomics with the team, how you use it, how you look after your body. It is honestly so that it's a huge me as hit being there. Pardon? Repeatable or scalable? Yes, yes. And so that, and they're within our core hotels. So we're doing um, education at the moment where I'll do videos that'll go into the hotel room, then the bottles will be in there for purchase. I'm coming to an unfortunate conclusion, mm -hmm. which is you don't necessarily understand what the repeatable, scalable sales model has to look like. Mm -hmm. I don't mean selling ones. I mean saying, here's our way that we're gonna sell yeah. 50 chains and then go mm -hmm. to 500 chains and then mm -hmm. go to 5,000 chains. That's kind of the piece that you're gonna need to have to take this to the next level. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and yeah. I can actually piggyback off that. I mean, the reason I brought you up here was one, I did wanna understand the product better and I think you did an excellent job explaining it, but Mark really nailed the big thing for me. I wanna know how I'm gonna get my money back, especially if you're asking for a million. So mm -hmm. I mean, right now what I'm worried about is you've got a great product, but I don't know how I'm gonna get my money back. And for that reason, I'm out. Okay, thank you. I did not, unfortunately, vote you to come up. I just think, again, to Mark's point, there is a lot of companies out there doing the same thing. I actually love your entrepreneurial spirit, your drive, your hustle, and the fact that you bounce back after such a tragedy. So, honestly, I'm so rooting for you. I want you to be successful, but this is so far out of my wheelhouse that I'm out. All right, thank you. Yeah, I really wanted to bring you in because you did a great thing in the pitch as you intrigued me. And you intrigued me in almost a reverse psychology way. I said to myself, this is so completely irrational that she must have something up her sleeve. Well, unfortunately, it's become apparent that there's nothing up that sleeve, so I'm afraid okay. I'm out. All right, I'm sorry that you didn't ask the right questions about our collegiate, or I didn't answer it uh, correctly, but that's where the the customization is coming in for collegiate, which I left out. So and part of your responsibility, though, is to lead us to ask Yeah, the right I questions. understand, and I so. missed that. So, but thank you very much. I appreciate it. Best of luck. Best. Thank you. Best of luck. Yep. My passion is for people and the transformation I see in people when they feel good and I'll never stop trying to help people. That's what drives me every day, whether it's this business or another business that I create. Helping people is who I am and what I do. You know, the, the point really for me is that as an investor, if I said I'm only going to invest in things that either I'm going to use or things that I intuitively know are right, I'd be really limiting my audience. And I think one of the skills is us figuring out what are these crazy irrational ideas that actually might work? Unfortunately, I didn't get to the point that I thought this was one of them.
It's discouraging to hear a no after you give a pitch. I get it, rejection hurts. But with every rejection, you can learn from it, grow from it, and do better next time. Feedback is a gift. In my opinion, if you're not getting rejected, you're not trying hard enough. What's up, babe? What's up, boo? How are you? How are you feeling? Low-key tired, but I'm excited, super excited. I'm excited for you. I wish I could be there, but I know you're gonna do great. You look so handsome in your hat. I appreciate yeah. you, I love you. Yeah, I love you too. Get your get your energy up. You're gonna do amazing, per usual. Remember to, to speak slowly. <laughs> I will, I've been practicing. <laughs> I love you, baby. Love you too, bye. See you soon. Entering the elevator is a fashionista planning to walk away from the boardroom with more than just a feather in his cap. My name is Archie Clay III. I'm the co-founder CEO of the luxury hat and accessories company called Webrooms. We are the next future of what accessories and hats look like. We want to disrupt the industry. We want to be different. We want to be unique. And we want to take things to the next level. My grandmother was someone that was very uh, motivational and inspirational to me. Uh, she passed away from cancer when I was in college. So for me, I want to be the foundation for my friends, my family, for the world, and utilize our brand to be that foundation to take things to the next level and really be that pillar to be next in the generation. Going up. Welcome to the elevator. Your 60 seconds begins in three, two, one. Did you know that two-thirds of consumers are looking for a more meaningful experience? And consumers are four to six times more likely to shop with companies with a strong purpose. My name is Archie Clinton III, and the co-founder, CEO of the luxury hat and accessories company called Wear Brands. Faith, family, and confidence were the principles that my granny raised me on. So after her passed, I wanted to create a, I wanted to create a bridge with his tongue into the thing. Ah, I am. Come on, you can do it. We are disrupting the mature industry and reimagine how luxury feels inside and out. We've had super dope traction, and our brands have been seen on Chris Paul, Lena Way, and Carrie uh, uh, Hilson. We also have brand brand partnerships across the world with Hugo Boss, uh, Indeed, and Tropical Film Festival. And also, we have been focused on becoming the best company in the world. We're asking for $250,000 for 15% of our company. Take us to the next level so that we become the number one hat company in the world. Wow. Woohoo. I mean, he came in hot. Kind of faltered, but he picked it back up. He did, he did. I One of the things I always worry about with creatives, particularly the artistic designery sort, is that they don't know their numbers and that they're just so caught up in a, in a product and a brand that looks good, but not one that performs well. But regardless, where's the opportunity? What differentiates them? Is this something that you guys think would be something you'd invest in? I guess we'll find out. All huh? right. All right. Attention, the boardroom has come to a decision. Your pitch has been approved. <laughs> Woo, God, hey, what a messed up, Lord Jesus. Woo, yes. All right. <laughs> How y'all doing? Welcome Thank to the boardroom. So, 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 so much. Archie, gotta tell you. Woo. 
I wasn't the one to bring you in. These two individuals brought you in. I actually, I thought you did an incredible job of bouncing back after you fumbled on the yes. pitch. And for me, it's all about the money. Yeah. So tell me how much revenue you're making. So last year we did $240,000 AAR. And on this year we're on track to do 500K AAR. We have a major uh, Braves partnership that we just launched yesterday. And we also have a no another Nordstrom drop this or dropping in October. So we have a lot of momentum going on and we're just excited. We're super, super excited and pumped just to get to the next level. Archie, so where are you from? I'm from Atlanta, Georgia, east side. I get it. Um, so I live in Atlanta too. Mm -hmm. Like um, I live in Brookhaven and I, I get that Atlanta energy. Okay, this reminds me very much of uh, Ludacris selling his albums on the street, you know, for a dollar an album till he sold 100,000. Like you're giving that vibe and I respect it. But I also want to let you know that we're going to invest in a business that has the infrastructure to really turn into something. Correct. So what made you think that this was going to be a differentiator in the marketplace? What's different about your hats? Yeah, so my grandma passed away from cancer. So for me, that was all about building generational wealth. Like she didn't have nothing to bring to the, give anything to us. So from since then, I wanted to figure out a way to, how do I build generational wealth for my family, right? So going to college, I went to Tuskegee University mm -hmm. after I graduated. So um, in 2016, I was like, man, what can we, what can I do to create a brand, but something that's meaningful? Right, so I did research. I realized that the hat industry for doors specifically have been around since the 1700s. There hasn't been any disruption within the industry. Most of your companies have been around for so long, like Groen Brothers and Stetsons and Bailey's, where it's no minority focus, right? So for us, knowing that this is a sustainable product, right, we want to put Archie, a twist on Archie, it. Archie, I, I, I hear the narrative that you're giving here, mm -hmm. but you're not telling me why your hats are different. Are you telling me you make hats that are for black men? Are you telling me that you make hats that are you know, a portion goes to cancer proceeds. Like, I, why would I buy your hat over a different hat? That's what I was getting into, right? So Get to it. We pledge, you only have so much time here, you You're you know? correct. My apologies. Mm -hmm. So every every product we sell, we pledge a dollar to cancer and mental health because my father had a mental What's health. What's the retail price of your hats? So we range from 180 to 250 What's the cost right. of your hat? Mm -hmm. uh, so $27. So we have over 80% margin. Where are you manufacturing product. them? So we have China and we also have in the States and we also have Italy. Can I try one on? Of course. Because listen, nice. you know, oh my gosh! So, oh, so so we put the hat on. So wait, wait. So we yes. put the we put the hat on. It makes you feel more confident. There you go, it makes Mark. you feels good. It makes you feel better. So when you put it on. That's a no. tall order. I mean, you put it on. Wait, feel more confident. No, it's, it's it's hard to imagine me being Let's more see. confident. Oh, that's a look. Let's that's see. A look. That's Surprise. a look. Don't you feel different? Wow. Don't you feel Let's special? You look not sexy. Look at that. Ooh, ooh. You are wear brims. Welcome to the family. It's yours. I mean, I'm telling you. It's yours. That's a good now, look. Now, I don't look like Jim Carrey in the mask or anything. You look, no, no. You look you better than him. You look like something. It's giving, it's giving the other, sassy uh, Taco Bell. No, back row. <laughs> what do you think will look better? That one for sure. A little big, but we can make that's that's. Archie Man, you've your got a massive your kayak, head. If, this, if these fit you, I tell you, <laughs> it's, it's large. It's how much I mean, brain. It's head. how much. <laughs> <laughs> Look, Mark. Now, Mark. Now that's <laughs> that's the way you sell. Don't you? No. All right. I mean, Mark, all this stuff is good and great. I love the fashion show, but I was one of the people that voted you up. 
And Mark, I voted him up because I really do want to know about this business because I love stuff like this. Yes, I relate to things like this. But a couple of things you said really concerned me. Like one of them being, this is a luxury high-end top tier brand that sells baseball caps. I mean, if you're confused about so, what you so do, me, oh, don't cut me off, I'm the investor. So I want you to know that that is a concern for me. The second thing that's a big concern for me is the fact that your response to having an issue with your, your money and your revenue was, okay, we'll just make a totally different product that could potentially be unrelated that's cheaper. So let me clarify things, right? So as a hat company, an accessory company, we can sell all hats. Right? We, we shouldn't be putting a box to just sell for doors. You go to any hat company, they have bucket caps, they have uh, beanie caps, they have everything hat related. So for us, we want to be a hub where everybody comes to shop for hats with wear brims. I don't think there's a problem with that. Uh, so for me, I, the fact that you don't think there's a problem with that is a concern for me because um, yeah, Mark is like, I'm I think all over there's a this. big problem. Huge with that. problem. Which Massive, is that a hat size, a, a huge sombrero size problem, okay? <laughs> <laughs> and be, being specific, when you're a startup, things are crazy difficult. You have a million problems and you need to focus on something. You need to have one thing which you go, this is the most important That's that right. customers think about me for. And I'm scared you don't have that. I just feel like you're not even understanding the questions that I'm leading to, So the th which is part of, of my concern here. Because understand this. Guys, I'm out. This is like, you guys, you want them to come up. I don't even understand what you're even saying at this point. I appreciate the tenacity and the hustle Thank and the you. drive, and I wish you all I the best I appreciate you. Thank you so much. This is gonna sound silly. Hats in some ways are coming back. But I think that you're not the right place for me to play in that market. And I tell you, I am concerned about the focus piece. I mean, listen, you're right. I appreciate the hustle. You gotta do what you gotta do. Baseball hats are a great way to fill in. But I kind of would love you to say, I've got one thing and I'm really nailing it. So I'm afraid that I'm gonna have to uh, do nothing more than wish you luck. So I'm not gonna pass. I actually have an offer for you. But it's a different offer than what you're asking for, but I think it can get you where you need to go. So instead of the 250K, because I know you're saying you need money, what are the things that you think you're lacking in your business right now? Being able to acquire customers more quicker quickly. Right? I think that's why I struggle right now is that we don't have the cash to really invest in influencers and things of that nature. I think that'll help us be able to scale more quickly because we built a strong community. That's why we've been able to scale the way we have, but I want to get there quicker. Okay. So. so I figured as much that it really is about some of that visibility. So what I'd like to do is this. I'm not going to commit any money to your business today. However, I want to see some of these numbers as you expand to the retailers. And after that, I would be happy to go ahead and help you hit that 250K. But what I would like to do for you today, if you're interested, is if you're willing to commit to me 5% of the business, I will help you acquire three top influencers, over a million, who are going to be able to help you promote and sign a deal to promote this brand. That's going to be worth something to you in major cash, but it's going to cost you. So would you be, basically, you'd be uh, on our, our, one of our advisor board? On, our advisor on your board. board of advisors? For 5%? Is that worth $500,000? Listen, it's not just that. You're also getting me as a consultant, as a support. I'm helping you with marketing. I'm telling you I'm here to be a full part of your team. So how about counter? Can we do 3%? So I know that you're saying that you want to give me 3%, but I want to really be clear on the value that you're going to get. Now, I'm not talking about never giving you money. 
I've got the money to give. I just want to be able to get a deeper look at the infrastructure of your business, really figure out how your team is built, and kind of see what you're doing here with some of these sales. I'm hearing a lot about retailers, but I want to see it happen. No, for sure. Now, once I can get that stuff verified, I can actually go in and help you with this. Maybe not the full 250. I don't know if you need it with the right moves, but I think I can help, and I'm willing to commit that cash, but on the back end. So, I want my 5%. Got your 3%. Meet me in the middle, 3.5. Let's do it. All right, let's do it. Woo! I love it, Atlanta in the house. You already know. Feels good, man. Of course, we want to come in here to get a deal. Of course, it may not have been a deal that we wanted, but everything happens for a reason, so it just gives us the opportunity to really start building our board, which you already want to do. You didn't want to leave. You don't want to leave. You don't want to leave. You don't want to leave. My grandma is definitely proud. She's always been proud of me. She's, 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 she's definitely proud. Wow, Whoa, nice well deal, done. well played. Thank you very much. Uh, that was a pretty easy one for me. I mean, honestly, what they really need is consultative support. Um, I've got a network of people that would be happy to invest in something just like this. And I also know a lot of influencers and celebrities that are looking for gear like this. We get them into a couple celebrity gift bags, it's a done deal. Entrepreneur Elevator Pitch is presented by Amazon Business for every organization at every stage of growth. Planning to light up our investors, an entrepreneur who aims to take the power industry by storm. Welcome to the elevator. Your 60 seconds begins in three, two, one. Hi, my name is Rob Cornerens. I grew up in Long Island, New York. I worked on the roof from high school to college. Started my own business at 24. I borrowed $15,000 from my dad. Started my company. In 2006, I started a solar company. And today we do about 130 million a year. I met my partner Garth, the inventor of Power Panel. I invested in them. We saw a problem with the technology of solar thermal. That's where the solar heats hot water. Old technology, it's just outdated. So we hooked up with BASF and now we have a patented system. Not only do we make hot water, we make electricity with this. And we're able to offset carbon footprints twice as much as regular solar. And we're also able to capture 75% of the sun versus 25%, which is good. We have a manufacturing plant. We're in a great position for federal grants. And we're asking for $2 million for 20%. We've raised 250. <laughs> Woo! Got it out. I, like, I wanted him to get this out. Because I was like, come on, what do you want from us? That's right. Just I know. The, but he did. He did. Just, he got in the ask. He I mean, it was. Ask. It was so under the wire that I'm not even sure I caught what it was. What did he want? Two million. Two million? Two million. So Don't I will say what I love, loved about him is I am all about the classic American story. And he did it to the tune of 130 million a year. I mean, that's incredible. But if you grew a business to 130 million, why do you need the capital from us? I don't know about that pitch. I don't know if we can help him out. Let's find out if he makes it up here.
Attention, the boardroom has come to a decision. Your pitch has been approved. Hey, woo! Yes, thank you. All right. Woo! All right. It, right. Hello and welcome to the boardroom, Rob. I'm so proud of you. Oh, thank you. Thank you. It was a great opportunity. We're glad you made it up here. However, uh, don't get too comfortable because we have a lot of questions for you. Okay. We're not clear on why you need us or, or why you're here. Well, and they actually voted you up, but I didn't. And for the sheer reason of such an experienced entrepreneur at this stage, which is very impressive, Right. In my opinion, should have been able to raise more than $250,000 at this point for a new venture. Yeah, and we have done, uh, tried the WeFunder stuff, the uh, crowdfunding, and, and it didn't work. And if uh, we're going to go out for a private placement, I've invested about $7 million of my own money in this. Boom! Which, I yeah. know. Let I mean, it right but there. At, at, right, at some point, you got to, we have to. Uh, Wait, you've this. invested $7 million of your yes. own money in this company? Yes, I did. Oh, well, I changed my no to a yes. That yeah. is putting oh. your money where, where your, mouth your mouth is. is. That's yeah. amazing. What exactly is this and how does it work? So the patent we have is the water comes in and serpentines. And the, one of the patents, we have 22 patents, is the way it comes down and goes through. So that this is making hot water. And then on the outside, we took a cookie tray and we put solar cells, and we actually have all robotic equipment. My partner is an engineer, automobile engineer. So the robotics put the panels, they put it together. So we have an 8,000 square foot plant in Oxford, Michigan, that does a lot of the robotics. But so in one sentence, Rob, what is this? Is this a solar panel that heats water? It's called PVT, photovoltaic okay. and thermal. There's only three manufacturers in the U.S. and they're all small. Rob, we're gonna pause you right there because I feel like there's just so much here that you want to give us <laughs> and, you're, and you're a little all over the place. Okay. And we only have a short amount of time that we've got to make our, our decision, right? Right. I can tell you're passionate about it, but Mark, honestly, do you have familiarity with this sort of industry? Well, yes and no. Mm -hmm. So number one, I have solar panels, electrical solar, a big array of solar electric. Right. Um, I used to have a smaller array for solar hot water. I've got to ask a question though. You already have an existing business. This is a separate company. Correct. Which is considerably earlier, obviously. Uh, this has pre-revenue. It's purely the technology at this point. That is correct, yeah. Okay. And so this one has had $7 million plus or minus invested in it. That's correct. Okay. Well, $7 million in for the R&D and $2 million for the sales and marketing. Is that what you're going to use the funds for? Yeah, the for? two million is going to be new money to go, um, really, I, because I only spend maybe a quarter of my week on this and the rest is with my commercial roofing and solar, I have twin boys, 39 in the business, fortunately. But who's going to be running the company? If you're spending, yeah, I mean, your exactly time seems spread out. And yeah. for me as an investor. Yeah. Us. We're busy. Well, yeah, I got <laughs> yeah I, I'm sticking with it until we get a, a good CEO. So one of the key reason that I voted to open the doors was you. But this has been interesting because the more I've heard, the more confident I've become that I don't want to invest. You have this entrepreneur who's only one 25% of the way involved. Big, big red flag. I'm out. Okay, no, fair enough. I mean, 
you know, the, the reason why I'm going for money is to bring in a CEO and a marketing firm to get it going. But I think, I tend to Mark's point, where's your time gonna be spent? For me, I want an entrepreneur and a founder that is 100%, 24 hours a day, 365 days okay. a week, all in. And so to, until you find that person, hopefully that would have been you, understandably yeah. it's not, I'm out. Okay. Don't give up, you still have uh, one more person to try and convince. I was one of the people who actually voted you up, you know, partly because I am so intrigued by anything that involves sustainability, moving forward. I mean, I'm in California, so I know some of the advancements that are becoming required legislatively to move people forward in terms of energy efficiency. Uh, however, you know, just like Mark said, I'm concerned that this is a business that has no one at the helm, you know, at least not full time. And you better believe that if I'm gonna have my money anywhere, I want someone watching it full time. Right. That coupled with a classic Kim phrase, it's a little early for me, <laughs> you know, I think I'm gonna have to pass on this one. Uh, you're a great guy. I love that you've done this already. I'm so inspired by your story, but today, unfortunately, is not your day. Okay, yeah. I understand. Good luck. Well, thanks. Thank you. Thank you Good for luck. your time today. Thank, Thank you. I get what Mark's saying and what the others are saying, um, but hey, just to get out that elevator and, and meet those kind folks and get some constructive criticism was uh, very good and healthy for me. I have to admit, that one kind of hurt. I don't know, I know why. I think it's because there's part of me that, one, really respects what he's done. I mean, he's built an incredible business the first time around, and you can tell that he's entering a new season and phase of life where, you know, he's kind of dabbling in things that are hobbies, but... A hobby that you put $7 million right? in? I don't a want very to invest, expensive hobby. Right, I don't want to invest, though, in something that you're treating no. like your hobby, you know? Look, if I'm putting in my money, you better be putting in your time. Running a startup is not a part-time job. You want a part-time job? Get a paper route. This is nights. This is weekends. This is whatever it takes. So if you're not fully in it to win it, well, then neither am I. Alan, how are you? My man, how we doing, buddy? Looking sharp. Man, thank you, I'm so excited. Everybody's been really good. Uh, I've practiced that pitch a hundred times, so it's feeling like muscle memory at this point. That's amazing. Well, remember, you know, focus on your audience, focus on the problem that we're trying to solve and the solution that we have. Um, no, we're cheering for you. And in the words of one of my favorite advisors, you know, be bright, be brief, and be gone. <laughs> Last to enter the elevator. An entrepreneur digital matchmaker makes the hunt for second home co-owners easier than ever before. Going up. Hello, Matt. Welcome to the elevator. Your 60 seconds begins in three, two, one. Hi, I'm Matt. I'm a serial entrepreneur and the founder of Plum Co-Ownership. 100 million Americans, when surveyed, say they want to own a vacation house, but they're blocked by cost and usage. The good news is there are 2 million co-owned vacation houses. The problem's already been solved, but it's hard and it's messy. So we're launching the Airbnb of co-ownership. It's a two-sided marketplace with easy to use tools that allow 
people to form groups, to buy a vacation house under the guidance of Plum Certified Realtors. We've just launched. We've already got 10,000 uniques to our website, three signed clients, and one real estate agent. We raised a million dollars six months ago on a safe. 9.5 post money cap, 20% discount. I want you to invest 175K on those terms and join my advisory board. Thank you. So, Mark, first things first, that was an excellent pitch. Second thing second, is this just sexy timeshares? No, I mean, this is a co-ownership thing, isn't it? But I already thought there were companies that managed That's what I'm saying. Doesn't there seem are. new to me. Well, and there's a lot of legal, so I guess the question is, what's the back end? Mm -hmm. How is he going to manage this? And what's the infrastructure? Because this seems to me like a tech, this is a tech play. Or a timeshare. Let's vote. <laughs> The boardroom has come to a decision. Your pitch has been approved. Yes. All right. Thank you. Oh, so excited. Good. I'm glad that you are excited. Welcome to the boardroom. Thank but you. to not temper your excitement, I'm not the one who invited you up. So <laughs> I'm the one you're going to have to change your mind on. Okay. But these two are actually open to hearing from you. Well, That's you. not saying that you don't have, some, have to answer some questions from me, too. I did vote to bring you up, but I got to say it was out of curiosity, not necessarily conviction. Great. I'm interested, interested because I already believe there's pretty big market here. So competitors like Picasso, where do you fit in right now into that competitive landscape? Yes, thank you for that question. So we have a lot of respect for Picasso. Picasso is already at 330 million in revenue and their fastest unicorn in history. But they're playing an asset heavy model all the way at the top. They're targeting the ultra high net worth and high net worth individuals. We're more of the Airbnb of co-ownership. We're looking to democratize equity by making any house fractionable and to be able to invest in sure, it Sure, but a group. at some point, you go, okay, Picasso is a 1 6th, 1 12th model. To make it economical, you're either getting little teeny hovels or you're dividing them up pretty small, which gets close to being an Airbnb model. Is that the idea? Well, that's, light answer's no. Uh, the, the, two, <laughs> the two mechanisms that are happening here one of them is that they have a very premium uh, branding. And so they buy $5.7 million houses on average and divide them eight ways. It's always eight ways, which means that each share is about 800,000. You've gotta be a quarter million dollar liquid to get into that house. In our model, you can divide it by two all the way up to 12. And as that group forms up, you can, you can come down to a $500,000 house or $200,000. All right, you're making a distinction here. You're using the word you. Mm -hmm. That implies that you're not going to be taking any kind of ownership in these houses or putting capital in. It's basically allowing someone who already owns a property to split it? No, that's exactly the vision. What differentiates us from not only Picasso, but Ember, Kokomo, Abraco, there's a whole set of folks, just like Kim said, yeah. that are trying this asset-heavy model. What we're trying to do is democratize up by building a technology platform, ah, a two-sided marketplace that allows anybody to do it and for the real estate professionals all around the country to be able to participate in that. So you're right, we don't take an equity stake. We're a technology platform to facilitate the process. But how do you actually make your money? <laughs> well, I would assume, well, how do you make your money? Yeah. yeah. So uh, as a two-sided marketplace, we think we're creating value for all sides. And so we think we should be compensated for that. 
on the. Is this your fancy way of saying fees? There are fees. Of there course there's go. fees. There we go. I was yeah. like, let's just keep it simple. We're, we're At not, the end of the day, we're here to give money. We want to know how yeah. you make it. We're, so. we're not, yeah, we're not, we're not a nonprofit. We're for charging sure, fees. For sure. That's right. Yeah. So, uh, so on the consumer side, we charge a $99 a month subscription for the house. And at closing, we get two and a half percent. How are you going to scale this? We, you have a million dollars investment. You're asking for 175. How far does that get you? Yeah. So the specific ask for this 175 is built around testing the real estate side of the, of the market, the real estate agent side of the market. So we're getting good traffic from the consumer side. I wanna see what happens as we start ramping. Ooh, that's the part that I'm the shakiest about. I think we get it. I know you guys voted him up. I can tell you right now, I am out. I am not just a little bit out, I am way out. I'm not even on vacation, I am at home, I am on the couch, I am done. Now, I appreciate this, I get the tech, I get everything, but there's so many loopholes and questions here, it's not gonna work for me. I have one more question. What happens at the back end? You can sell your share, but once a house has been divided, is it, uh, yeah. is some expression, you know, forever divided? Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah, no, it's such an excellent question. We interviewed 60 people who already owned houses to figure out when it worked and when it didn't work. And one of the things we came away from those tests was an absolute adamant belief that you name a term. If you buy a house with other people in perpetuity, you are setting yourself up for failure. So we recommend seven years. They can move it up or down as a group. But what happens at the end of that term is that unless there's a unanimous vote to extend the term, you sell the house. Listen, I've invested in the space because I do believe. So I'm actually, my investment is in Europe, so it's not a conflict of interest. <laughs> but I believe that this is a unique model because I do believe people will want this. I would be willing to invest. Super excited about that, thank you. I like this as well. I really think, I mean, um, I understand this problem really well, and I am familiar with the higher end companies, so I see this. I'd like to make, take that deal as well. well. Let me help you draw a bright line between us. So certainly, Kim has a co-owned vacation house. This is not about domain expertise. You have the domain expertise. This is about the skills of building a business and scaling a business. This is about the challenges that you don't even know exist yet. And I can assure you that I have spent four decades mastering some of those skills. And more importantly, I've spent the last 15, 20 years learning great ways to help mentor other people to be good at it. I get it. Mark does have four decades, and I only have two. So, <laughs> ha, ha! There, <laughs> clear as day. Clearly, but I have <laughs> that was. decades of experience building tech companies, building teams, going from my kitchen table to a billion dollars. I know what, in a global scale, so I know what it takes to make this dream come true. One of the most important things to me is understanding the, the two-sided marketplace in the consumer space. Can you tell me a little more about those direct experiences in those? So now we're back to pitching him. That's okay, I like a challenge. It's a good move. So I refer to the fact that I actually love two-sided marketplaces and I've been involved in building multiple ones, especially in my role now as a mentor and advisor and a board member. The challenge of a two-sided marketplace is you have to solve one problem first. Yes. You, you have to understand is there a supply side problem or a demand side problem? I'm not sure what yours is and part of it's making that choice intelligently. My experience, that's the two-sided marketplace problem. I agree, but you also have to be a world-class marketer, and I am. And that's what you will need in order to be successful, no matter which side you go first. You have the information you need. Yes. So.
coming in, I was hoping for the background of Netflix and all of the additional two-sided marketplace that you were working on. So, Mark, I'd be honored if you joined. I would be delighted, and you'll notice I'm not going to gloat, Kim, but I will go up and say, Ah, <laughs> oh, yes. Thank you so much. Fantastic. I think what you're doing is great. Thank you for that. I'm very excited. Good. We'll look forward to talking more. All right. Woo! That was awesome. Great pitch. Yeah, Congratulations. That was a good deal. I'm a dad. I've got, uh, <laughs> I'm going to get choked up with my kids. <laughs> um, my kids are going to be so excited. My daughter, who I, uh, my nickname for her is Bobo, uh, said, you've got this, Dad. I love you, and I'm proud of you. It was so meaningful coming in. My whole family has gone through the, the difficulties of the entrepreneurial experience. Months of on end of no salary, the late nights, the hard weekends, including this one. I mean, this was a tough weekend. Um, and to walk out of here with one of the most storied founders investing and agreeing to advise us and join my advisory board and help guide me through thick and thin, I mean, couldn't imagine a better outcome. I'm so excited personally and professionally. I love that type of business. And I am I'm really gratified that you actually saw the same thing in it that I did. I think it is a big category. I think there's a lot of players, yes. There are all a lot of players because there's a really big prize there. And I'd love to help him uh, try and get it. While the elevator opened its doors to five hungry entrepreneurs, two rose to the top level, as three had to return to the basement empty-handed. Whether it's a new invention or a new way of living life, anyone could be 60 seconds away from rising to greatness or fall from glory. Tune in next week as six new entrepreneurs enter the elevator, but who will make it to the boardroom? And to apply for the next season, go to entrepreneur.com slash elevator pitch. Investors personally styled by celebrity stylist Kim Bolafay.